the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, be with you all. And with your spirit. My brothers, let us acknowledge <coughs> our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Show gracious favour, O Lord, we pray, to the works of penance we have begun, that we may have strength to accomplish with sincerity the bodily observances we undertake. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Shout for all you are worth, raise your voice like a trumpet, proclaim their faults to my people, their sins to the house of Jacob. They seek me day after day, they long to know my ways, like a nation that wants to act with integrity and not ignore the law of its God. They ask me for laws that are just, they long for God to draw near. Why should we fast if you never see it? Why do penance if you never notice? Look, you do business on your fast days, you oppress all your workmen. Look, you quarrel and squabble when you fast, and strike the poor man with your fist. Fasting like yours today will never make your voice heard on high. Is that the sort of fast that pleases me, a truly penitential day for men? Hanging your head like a reed, lying down on sackcloth and ashes. Is that what you call fasting, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the sort of fast that pleases me? It is the Lord who speaks to break unjust fetters and undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke, to share your bread with the hungry and shelter the homeless poor, to clothe the man you see to be naked and not to turn from your own king. Then will your light shine like the dawn and your wound be quickly healed over. Your integrity will go before you, and the glory of the Lord behind you. Cry, and the Lord will answer. Call, and he will say, I am here. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. <coughs> See you. 
God, in your kindness, in your compassion, blot out my offense. Wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. Come, my offense is truly my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight I have done? came to Jesus and said, Why is it that we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not? <coughs> Jesus replied, Surely the bridegroom's attendants would never think of mourning as long as the bridegroom is still with them. But the time will come for the bridegroom to be taken away from them, <coughs> and then they will fast. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Both the readings today are pretty challenging. And the reading from the book of Isaiah seems to me particularly uncompromising. It's a call to integrity. 
Isaiah is saying that religiosity is not enough. The Lord calls us to behave in a way which is coherent with our religious profession. Our behaviour towards others, and especially those who are less fortunate, is no less important than our religious observance. And as I looked at this reading, there came into my mind um, something from Father Baker, which I'd read fairly recently when I was preparing to give a talk on Baker, where Baker says that you've really got no hope of practicing internal prayer until you're free from all affection to venial sin, let alone mortal sin, and let alone being free from the sin, all affection to venial sin. <coughs> and I thought, well, I like my little faults and my little negligences. But like Isaiah, he's calling us to a religion which is radical. It's a call to integrity. Then I thought of that verse in the chapter 49 of the rule with its reminder that a monk with the joy of spiritual desire looks forward to Holy Easter. A reminder, as today's readings remind me, that Lent isn't about trying to persuade God that I'm on the edge of achieving perfection. It's about recognising that I am a sinner but a redeemed sinner, redeemed by the passion, death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, and a sinner relying totally on the mercy of God. Let us stand and pray for our needs, the needs of the church and the needs of the world. <coughs> We pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for the bishops <coughs> and all the pastors in the church, that, they, that we may all be people of integrity. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. <coughs> we pray for peace in the world, especially in the areas where there is violence and war, but also peace in our communities and peace in our families, peace in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering and those who are sick. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the monasteries of our congregation. 
Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. <clears throat> Listen, Father, to the prayers of your people, and in your great mercy, grant us all that we need, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. <coughs> may the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. We offer, O Lord, the sacrifice of our Lenten observance, <coughs> praying that it may make our intentions acceptable to you and add to our powers of self-restraint. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For through bodily fasting you restrain our faults, raise up our minds, and bestow both virtue and its rewards, through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaoth, Eis Concedia Terra, Gloria Tua, Hosanna in Excelsis, You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, 
broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we meet this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, the Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your Church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and all the clergy. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, O grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always 
free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. On takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that through partaking of this mystery, we may be cleansed of all our misdeeds and so be suited for the remedies of your compassion. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. For your mighty deeds, O God of mercy, may your people offer endless thanks and by observing the age-old disciplines along their pilgrim journey, may they merit to come and behold you for ever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And as with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.